Welcome to the Digital Coffee Date, created and hosted by multimedia content producer and entrepreneur, Jessica Rosado. This podcast is your weekly inspirational dose of incredible women who are making a powerful global footprint. Our conversations feature different women from all walks of life who share their experiences through both successes and failures alike. These stories empower and encourage the female footprint in a society originally structured for them to fail. But whether it be through philanthropy or entrepreneurship, or even the corporate ladder, women are creating a global footprint that will impact the future. A warm welcome to the Digital Coffee Date fam. To those of you who are returning listeners, I appreciate all of your love and support. And for those of you who are new to our community, I am so happy to connect with you. We are on our fifth episode of season two, and it is another special one because I am talking with my friend, Bria Gilmore. She is making an incredible impact in both the nonprofit and entrepreneurial spaces. And in this episode, we talk about the impact of mentorship and equipping the female community. Hi, Bria. Welcome to the show. It's so wonderful to have you on today. Hey there. I'm so honored to be here, to be having this digital coffee date with you. Yes. So I've been doing some fun facts about the guests I've had this season, and you are no exception here. (laughs) So Bria and I met through our mutual friend, Liz, who was featured with Stephanie on episode two of this season. Liz was a guest speaker at Bria's equip her event, which we will absolutely be diving into. And after we met, Bria and I hit it off and she asked me to be a guest speaker at another one of her events, mentoring the girls in her program. So it has been incredible connecting with you, Bria, through such an impactful space. And I'm so excited for everyone to learn all about your story and mission today. Yes, me too. Me too. It it truly has been a blessing just I love the organic way we crossed paths and through Liz and even how I got connected to her. Honestly, it was nothing that could have been planned. It was truly an amazing thing that happened. Yes, absolutely. So we are going to get right into it. Bria, I mentioned the Equip Her name Mm -hmm. and you actually are in both the nonprofit and entrepreneurial spaces. Can you tell us about those hats that you currently wear? Absolutely. So Equip Her, which is the nonprofit side of everything. It's a life skills and character development program for high school girls. So we specifically mentor, um, train and equip young ladies in grade 9th through 12th here um, in the Tampa area. And we are uh, well on our way to expanding and growing in different cities, which I'm thrilled and excited about. But um, that word equip for me is truly, truly a core value of mine. And as um, time evolved in investing with the nonprofit and pouring into what that has grown and developed to become, um, I realized that I also had a heart for seeing people um, really get clear about their mission and their values and really their life purpose. And so I began the journey down life coaching, uh, the road of life coaching, and have started um, the business side, which is Equip Her Coaching. And I'm not sure if the listeners know about this, but Equip Her, the nonprofit, is my baby. It's my heart. And I established the for-profit business to literally be um, a an ultimate connector to investing and pouring into the nonprofit. So there are ways to even establish your for-profit business to still then go on and constantly invest into your nonprofit. And that's what I did. Wow. So they definitely intersect both the nonprofit and your coaching business. Like the coaching business came from the nonprofit concept. So you kind of added that to facilitate 
so that you can continue to facilitate the nonprofit organization as well. Okay. Yes, exactly. Very cool. So on this show, I've spoken to several guests regarding their challenges and obstacles they've overcome. Now, what we consider a challenge can be very subjective depending on the person and their experience, but we often learn quite a lot from adversity. So what are some challenges or hard hitting lessons you've learned throughout your journey as an entrepreneur? Uh, so many, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sure uh, everyone gave some incredible thoughts there. Um, I I would say for me personally, it's being clear about what is it that you want to accomplish. I think uh, for me, it's very easy. Uh, I studied business. I graduated with, with a degree in finance. And so my my makeup is very organizational and very business administrative minded. But I know that the reason I decided to go into this business world was um, really not for me. (laughs) Um, And so I think if you're clear about that and know that first, then it makes it a little bit easier to to somewhat navigate the highs and and lows. And, And that was something that I needed to navigate through and and figure out first before I started down the road. Otherwise, I I mean, there's so many things out there right now that you can be doing, how to market yourself, how to, how to grow, who to network with. I mean, all those things can be like literally much more intentional and much more purposeful if you're clear about your why. Um, So, so that was the challenge for me in the very, very beginning to get as clear as possible about that early. Um, but there are parts to to this this whole journey that honestly you don't really learn until you go. So until you're in saying, it, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not saying that this is that you'll have it all figured out 100%. But I think at least if you go in knowing, hey, these are my top three reasons why I'm doing this, then you really can um, make your decisions, like I said, about the little things like marketing, like networking, um, which events do you or, or invitations do you accept? Which ones do you decline? I mean, you get really clear about that early on. So that's what I would say for sure. Wow. You know, and I feel like I've talked about this with a lot of the women on this show, especially uh, just recently, our episode four um, was with Jainese and we spoke about understanding your core purpose so that everything can flow from that. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. feel like it it can be considered, you know, a challenge or a hard hitting lesson, because if you're unclear about that, it's very difficult to make the decisions you need to make and to figure out what you need to do in that space. And you can sometimes kind of feel very lost in it. Um, and I think that there's there's something to be said about taking the time. And it doesn't mean, like you said, you don't have to have it all figured out before you can say, okay, now I can do right. this thing. <laughs> but it's just being mm-hmm. very much aware that you're taking the time to say, okay, what is what is my core here? Where 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 is this flowing from? What is my why? So that as yes. you go throughout and you make those changes throughout your journey, you always have that as the 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 foundation. Absolutely. So aside from what you've learned from the challenges you faced, and as we mentioned, you know, understanding that that why, which is such a huge huge concept, especially when we're in the midst of, if it's a small business, this entrepreneurial venture, even in the corporate world, you know, why your why is, you know, behind the things you do. What have you learned about yourself personally on this journey? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I will say it's funny that we, we named even the nonprofit equip her. And I say we, a lot of the vision and idea came from myself, but my twin sister came alongside me and really partnered with me and helped me Oh my goodness, I didn't know you had a twin sister. Uh, What? I'm learning something new here too. (laughs) We're we're identical (laughs) twins. Oh my goodness. Yes. 
Yes. So so we launched it in, in 2018. And, you know, I knew the name Equip Her. But it wasn't until after that I started to realize how much that word equip means to me and how much um, of a responsibility almost that I feel to equip who is next, the next generation. And um, and that, like I said, just after going through some of that seeking and and uncovering core values, um, that word equip was just one that literally it, it was there throughout the entire, it was woven into every part of who I am. It is just, I'm wired to want to resource people, to want to give them um, a new idea, something I heard, a new assessment. <laughs> I, I'm always looking at things like that. And I think in this process, I've started to learn for the first time how that comes out in every part of who I am. Um, in at home, um, when when we're engaging with events for Equip Her, when I'm doing life coaching and meeting with clients one-on-one, or when I'm building content for virtual coaching uh, courses, all of that, I I have found that I, I needed to carry that word equip for myself and to be equipped <laughs> so that I can then go and equip others. Um, and so I, I would even encourage listeners to always know what those core values are for themselves and then have that space and create that space in your personal time, in your private time to really be poured into in that particular way. Um, and for me, it is, you know, of course, uh, faith, but I have intentional people in my life. Um, and I call them my dream team. (laughs) Um, but I have intentional people who are in my life who equip me and pour into me. And that literally makes it even easier for me to then go out and do the same for others. Yeah. And, you know, that's a that's a very reoccurring theme in a lot of the conversations I've have with other women as well in terms of being very discerning with your tribe. You Mm -hmm. know, the people that you keep around you, the people that are pouring into you, you know, making sure that they're what they envision also aligns with the things that you want. Now, it doesn't have to be the same things, um, but but if you're going in an upward direction and you have and you're envisioning certain things, you want to have people around you that can either envision that with you or are envisioning things in a like-minded space for their yes. own life as well. Because it's very difficult to have people around you that are not pouring into you and that are not being a sense of support for what you need, because it's going to be a very difficult road to do things alone, mm-hmm. you know, um, completely alone. And that's why there, I say it's been a reoccurring theme because a lot of what we talk about as far as, you know, keeping the the right people around you, it seems to be something that we're all very much, supportive of and we're all like yeah we're all on the same page you need to make sure you know your tribe like you know the people that you're keeping around you yes so i think that is is very very important so this podcast is all about sharing stories about women in order to empower our female footprint in the world So can you share what it's like navigating through the entrepreneurial and nonprofit spaces as a woman and particularly as a woman of color? Mm. Yes, I, I feel that we are really in a time and I'm sure you're very much aware of it as well, um, where honestly, there there are a whole lot more opportunities. Yes, yes. Several seats are open at the table, mm-hmm. um, and especially for for women of color. And I have found that 
at least in the the spaces that I found myself in, I carry an influence that I did not originally know that I had or was aware of. And people are listening. Their ears are open. And I, I do believe a lot of that has to do in what has occurred within the last year or so with um, just the racial tensions and everything yes. that has just come to the surface. I I have found myself being the one speaking a lot mm-hmm. more than the one yeah. listening in this time this and time, season yeah. um, as a nonprofit uh, leader and founder, but also in business. Um, people are, I guess the invitations are open and people want us there and want us and want to make sure we're there. So I've been very grateful to see that. Um, I I wouldn't say necessarily that people were intentionally that I'm aware of intentionally excluding, but I think in all that has happened, uh, people are intentionally including now. Um, so that that is is um, it it really makes me feel confident in where we're headed and and as we're growing obviously there is still more work to be done um but i will say specifically with the nonprofit um obviously we need donations <laughs> we need right, right. partners we need people financially supporting and I've found that there is access to more grant funding. Um, more people are wanting to mention my name or they are mentioning my name to businesses, um, to uh, local investors, and they're they're wanting to to invest and be a part. And so that has been an encouragement as well. Um, I will say on the business side, it is still, uh, quite a journey with working, um, and I don't, I don't necessarily approach this with the mindset, oh, um, you know, the life coaching in- industry is oversaturated. It's just hard. It's just difficult. But I think that it does require a little bit more intentionality to still show up, to still make sure you are walking into uh, rooms and that you are um, opening your mouth and speaking and um, offering wisdom, offering um, skills that you know you bring to the table and you know you do it well. So that that is something that's important. And I think for me personally, I've had to push myself in that way. Whereas in the nonprofit side, you know, it feels like I'm just giving, I'm giving my time, I'm giving. So I, it doesn't feel like work. Whereas in with the business side, um, it does feel like a little bit more work to put myself out there and to confidently show up to confidently speak. And um, so I would definitely encourage anyone who is just kind of on the fringe or really nervous about marketing yourself or telling people about what you do, talk about it, share about it. It doesn't have to be salesy, but if you know you have a solution or an answer to a person's problem, why not offer it? It's okay. <laughs> so that would definitely be the encouragement and, and the thing that I'm constantly having to grow in myself. Yes. And, and I've, again, you know, you're hitting on so many reoccurring themes that I've had on the show and, and talking about what you do is another one. You know, we've, we've talked about that before on a number of episodes where, Sometimes it can be people can be very fearful, right, to 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 talk about what they do or talk about what their expertise might be in or their specialty might be in. And they often feel like maybe it's it's boastful or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's bragging or, you know, even the fear of sharing your vision with other people. True. You know, I know me personally with my uh, my venture in terms of going to London and mm-hmm. pursuing British law, it it 
I was keeping it to myself for so long. I think there's, a, you know, something to be said about the privacy factor sure. in, in terms of when you're, you know, doing things. But I was so terrified to share that news for a while and fearful to share it because I felt like, well, no one is going to understand my vision like I do. And no one's going to understand why I'm doing these things or why I'm going, you know, on this road or anything like that. And funny enough, once I shared it, people were like, oh my goodness, you know, and, and asking mm-hmm. questions and in a very supportive way. And I think that idea that if you don't talk about the things you want to do, obviously being careful who sure. you share your information mm-hmm. with, right. But if you don't, talk about the things you want to do or the things that you're doing. One, how can people support you? How can people be a resource yes. to you? And and two, you know, how are you supposed to grow in what you want to do if no one knows you do it? That's right. You know, so I think you touched on so many very 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 many key things that we often talk about on the show and right in sync with what we're talking about. You know, this show we we also discuss this current societal shift where more and more women are united, right? And speaking mm-hmm. out about things that we deserve, speaking our truth, and also speaking up against major injustices. So mm-hmm. how does your business and the nonprofit contribute to this pivotal culture we find ourselves in? Yes, I, I would say specifically for the nonprofit, um, especially investing in young girls, because I think sometimes we often forget that they're living in this world too. <laughs> like they, right, they're experiencing right. these things, they're seeing these things, they're hearing conversations. And so it mm-hmm. is very, very important for us to have discussions around it. I think there is um, so much value in the dynamic of a mentor mentee and the Mm -hmm. conversations that come from hearing from someone older and hearing their experiences. But there's also the value in the peer-to-peer conversations as well, Um, because oftentimes we've all come from different backgrounds, upbringings, and that's something that we're very intentional about with even who we accept into the program, because we are not just looking at one type of girl Mm, because that's not what this world looks like. Right. Right. There are young ladies who have grown up in privileged homes. Yes. There are young ladies who have grown up in not so privileged homes. There are young ladies who, Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the stories literally cross the entire spectrum and that's been that has been my heart from the beginning that we see that within mm-hmm. this program because I think you can learn from one another in that way and um and mm. so in especially in the midst of everything that has occurred um in in the world right now or has is constantly still um, being brought to the surface and things being brought to light, we are very intentional about bringing those conversations up and just talking about it. And yes. um, and so that is a huge, a huge value of mine. Business-wise, um, aside from, as far as like what I do and, and what the coaching business is about, it's, it mostly comes through in, in trying to understand who is my client. Um, mm. So it is equip her coaching. And so my quote unquote, ideal client um, is definitely a woman who is in Mm -hmm. the middle of trying to figure out career and is this really what she likes, Um, but also the woman who has all these ideas and just really needs to calm the chaos to get clear about where she's headed next. And so um, the importance of knowing what's happening right now and how it's impacting her is important Mm -hmm. for me as well, because it's going to make a difference in the way I coach her, in the things I um, encourage her with. All that is going to play a part in whether or not she even develops and whether or not she actually goes on the journey and whether or not she even hits her goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think in the nonprofit space, I think you you touched on something really key is that no one is above or below the opportunity for connection and to learn. Yes. And I think when you said, you know, 
the fact that there are people coming from privileged homes, there are girls coming from not so privileged spaces. I think that idea that, well, if you're coming from this privileged environment, you know, what do you need this, this sort of experience Mm -hmm. for, you know? And I think it's that mentality where we lose the ability to connect and the ability to learn from that connection. Absolutely. And I think you having such a diverse space is what's, it, it, it brings all of that in, you know, to be able to see someone from a different background, to be able to connect with someone who has a different experience. You know, sometimes I think we get so caught up in, keeping very like-minded people yes. around us and like-minded is fine. Yeah. And, and we've talked about it, you know, like-minded in, in a career driven space and everything like that. But if you're keeping the same around you all the time, right? The same people that come from the same backgrounds and the same experiences. Well, what are you really learning? Because your world is just that same, that same color. You know what I mean? And I don't mean it in obviously a race sense. I mean it in a sense of, you know, if all your friends like the color blue, well, how, how are you, how do you know that, that the color pink is, is, is going to be a, a, an interesting mm-hmm. way to see life through, you know yep. what I mean? And how and, can you even learn and, to appreciate the color pink, the color orange? Exactly, color, yeah. exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, g- gaining all of that experience and, and trying to understand different perspectives from your own is really how we begin to learn. And I, I'm such a huge advocate for that because much of what I, what I am looking to do here in this route that I will be taking to London has been very much with that same idea that I want a different perspective Mm -hmm. than what we currently see what we're currently taught, what we have currently learned. I want to see a different world. That's good. So that I can bring that different experience mm-hmm. to another, ex- you know, another, another experience, that's you it. know, and, and I think there's so much value in that. And that's truly how we expand and how we grow. And I love that your coaching business is very much in in the same space of just being able to support women in that way through what's also going on and understanding what's happening in the world and maybe that the things that are happening or maybe that have happened to to your client are actually maybe what's hindering them from mm-hmm. moving forward exactly. so it's even understanding those uh sides of their experience yep you know, yep, absolutely. And I, there is something too about even just thinking around that idea of, of what you said, because I think it's so good about your experiences and having new experiences are meant to impact the next place you go or the next experience mm-hmm. you're in. And that was, right. that was so true to my own high school upbringing. Mm -hmm. I was a part of several leadership programs. I attended a a small school and um, the programs that our school would connect with and partner with were always ones that included the larger schools around the, the Birmingham metro area. And so it was literally my experiences with them that mm-hmm. that taught me so much more than I ever could have learned if I only did the programs and limited myself to just being at my school, which that went on to impact and influence my decision to attend Howard University. And the same right. thing happened there. Here I am now. I mean, this little girl from the small town right outside of Birmingham, Alabama is now planted in the middle of the nation's capital and mm-hmm. having never experienced anything like that. Um, right. But what I did have, I could hold on to bring into that experience. And now I'm ready to soak up more. And that's exactly what happened. And so it, yes. it, it, there truly is something to be said about how this is a journey it is a journey and every step of the way we're met with people who will um, like literally invest in us 
or teach mm-hmm. us something, whether whether it be a, through a good or bad experience, <laughs> right, we'll, we'll right. still learn. Um, and yep. then we'll do the same for others. And that mm-hmm. is literally preparing us for where we're headed next. And um, I love that that mindset and that perspective you even have with this new journey or this new part of the journey that you're heading headed on. And I'm excited to even know what what comes after that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Me too. (laughs) And you actually, you actually were, you were one of the first in that, in my first group of people that, that knew even. So you've actually known for a while Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, before I started talking about it several months ago. And, um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm definitely really excited for it too. But, you know, it's funny because the question that I always get asked is, well, why not here? Well, why would you go over there? Why not here? And it seems, and and to me, it's, it's kind of, I kind of smirk at it now, but I've gotten used to that question. And I answer it simply with, I want a different perspective. Good. And then everyone goes, oh yeah. Because at the end of the day, sure, I could go to law school here. Absolutely. There's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And the ultimate goal would be to be qualified to practice in both countries. But, you know, I want something different. I want to be able to see something different so that I can expand my perspective and bring that experience to what I want to do. And that's, that's why we, we, you and I have, have talked about this and continue to to be very much like big advocates for that that sort of concept of you know reaching outside of your own perspective because that's growth that's how you move forward you know yeah. and i think what you're doing with the nonprofit and the coaching is such is is so so great Bria and and you know I'm a huge advocate for the nonprofit that you have <laughs> because I think it is it, the the art of mentorship and mm. the ability to mentor especially when it involves the youth yes oof, it's 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 huge because as we often say they're our future right yeah absolutely so I always love giving my guests a moment to reflect on their impact because I feel it is so valuable to their experience. You know, as women, I feel we've been told to calm down at so many different times in our lives (laughs) that we rarely ever stop to really smell the roses and actually see what our work has done. Mm. And we tend to be so focused on one move to the next, right? The, The next move, the next move, the next move. So what impact have you seen both your business and the nonprofit have on other women? Yes. Oh, wow. I, there's so many things, especially non well, I would say even with the business and coaching, but definitely with the nonprofit as well, there's so many intangibles that, mm-hmm. um, I think most of that excitement comes from when there's a parent of one of the students who expresses to me the one one clear story I have in my mind. I remember a mom coming to us. I think this was year two of the program and she was talking about her daughter and she said, she gets up and she's very thoughtful about what she wears because that year we had done um, a, a gathering is what we call a monthly. We mm-hmm. get together and that that year we did a gathering specifically on dress and attire and confidence. Mm. And right. to hear this mom come back, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it was months later to come back and vocalize this impact <laughs> that was made mm-hmm. on this one girl to know she cares now about what she yes. puts on on her body and how she presents herself and that wow. that is something i could never oh, oh my goodness i can never express how how great i feel inside to yeah. hear that and an impact like that is more meaningful than how many people know our names. It's more impactful mm-hmm. than any of that because the trajectory yes. of her life is now forever changed and impacted in a way like never before. And right. so I I would say definitely in that world, um, 
a lot of those intangibles are celebrated often by someone noticing the change mm. or someone yes. noticing a difference. And of course, I, I got a text. We finished up our program year um, and one of the young ladies text me and she just said, thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I appreciate this. And it has meant so much to me in my high school journey. And she's one of the students that's been with, been with us since her freshman year and getting to oh watch goodness. her truly, truly evolve. I mean, when I say evolution, <laughs> I truly mean yes. it. Um, because, wow. because that, that journey of high school is, is extremely evolutionary for them. And to know that we got to be a part in shaping what that looked like. Oh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Huge. It's incredible. Yes. And, um, I would say the same on the business side. So I get to soak in a lot and celebrate a lot, um, with the one-on-one -on -one coaching client type, um, experiences is through definitely reviews and feedback. Um, but similarly, I get these, you know, three paragraph page emails about how impactful it's been or what is it that has come to to light for them that they never thought about, new ideas that they um, are now passionate and dreaming about. But one of the things that I'm always celebrated celebrating and just over the moon excited about is when there are the dead dreams that come alive again in my mm, clients. I mean, yes. these were things that, you know, years ago, back when they were in college, they were always excited about, or when they were 10, they were always really good at something and people always noticed it, but they never pursued it in any way or, or they didn't have the, um, the resources <laughs> or they weren't e yeah. equipped right. to, to pursue it in any way. And so they just went on and pursued what they thought would be best and went into a career that they thought would be lucrative. And that was right. it. And to watch them, it's like seeing the little girl inside of them awakened and mm -hmm. to see uh, the gifts and the skills and the abilities that they just truly let lie dormant. They are I mean, it's like breathing fresh life into them again. And I love, I love that part of the coaching. Yes. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. Yes. So beautiful. You know, and I know that it's like we mentioned before, you know, especially with the young girls, it's to see that, you know, what you're doing made an impact even in something, you know, because sometimes, like I said, when you're so in it and you're in what you're doing, you often don't take a moment or take a beat to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so to have, you know, a parent come up to you and say like, oh my goodness, you know, my daughter is now doing X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. you know, from something that, you know, you were just doing at the gathering and talking about, it's like, wow, you know, you have just, now she's cognizant of, of what she's putting out into the world, yes. you know, and, and that, You've just shifted her perspective now on how, you know, she's going to move forward in the future. And I think that is so, so wonderful. Yes, I love it. I love it. I, I will say, I think that um, as time continues to go on, I think another rewarding thing, um, which we have had, we have seen with one of our students from year one of the program, but um, just watching the girls continue the journey by then going on to become mentors themselves. Um, and that's another rewarding aspect because um, we had a senior in our year one of Equip Her um, and she then came on back in year, well, year three, which just ended. She came on as a dream teamer or a volunteer for the program. And that felt like a truly wow. rewarding full circle moment yeah, yeah, <laughs> to absolutely. see her be, be in the seat of receiving, you know, and then go on to, yes. to stand in, in at, at the place of, of pouring out and giving, um, that, that has been incredible. That is wonderful. That is so wonderful to see. So much like entre other entrepreneurs, 
we tend to think 10 steps ahead. (laughs) So what do you hope to see for the future of your business and nonprofit? Oh, yes. Oh, I I love vision questions because I've been dreaming. Right. (laughs) There's there's so many things. Um, So I'll start with the nonprofit. Um, Absolutely. I think I mentioned, mentioned this earlier, but it is our hope to um, go on to reproduce this program in other cities. And so we are in the place now. Um, so my twin sister, who I mentioned before, she is now relocated to New Orleans. Um, our hometown is Birmingham. So those are two um, of the cities we are now looking at and how we can um, reproduce what Equip Her looks like here in the Tampa area and bring it to the girls and begin to expand. Um, And then another um, really cool, exciting thing, which we haven't talked much about it. So, hey, the Digital Coffee Date listeners are some of the first to hear. Yay, Um, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) But but we are also looking at ways to... um, kind of take what it is we do in our gathering setting and and offer like a virtual library, even potentially YouTube channel. We we really want to meet our obviously our demographic where they are. Yes. So, you know, if that means creating a TikTok or you know, having a YouTube channel, but being able to replicate some of the topics of discussion and offering it in a condensed virtual library to still be equipping people in a more broader sense. So it might be a, you know, a series of, you know, 20 second, 30 second TikTok videos. And it's all about the topic of style and nice. you know, fashion or whatever. That. So yes. yes. So so being able to equip in a broader sense as well, while we then go on to replicate what the program looks like in um, specific cities. I think those are the two main goals right now with the nonprofit pro- uh, equipper program. But as far as coaching, um, so there, there are lots of dreams yes. there. That's that's where my heart is full. So I know I mentioned before as well. I also do uh, virtual courses. Um, so that has truly where it, it's the place where I come alive. I love my one on one clients. But what I recognize is Bria can't be everywhere all the time. Right. So why not take the basics of what I know, the parts to the one on one um kind of journey that I know I will have to do with every person no matter what and starting to put those in um, virtual course form. And so this next month, actually, we'll be launching uh, my second virtual course, which will be called the Discovery Course. So I'm thrilled about that. And so there are several virtual courses on the uh on the lineup to be recorded and developed. I love that. And again, I like I said, I'm a girl for resources. I like to um be able to put things in in people's hands and be a resource to people. So, I figured that would be a, a really nice way to coach people without having that one-on-one element if they aren't able to to do that. So that's exciting. I've got um, some other uh, works slated to to come out at the end of the year, um, a couple books on the in the pipeline, as well as um, uh, some other resources that that I'm excited to be sharing in the in the near future. But the virtual courses are definitely the huge win right now. Yes, yes, absolutely, and that's a, that's amazing. You know, I I think it's so important to stay envisioning you know, and, Mm -hmm. and to stay, you know, not like living in a dreamland per se, but, you know, it's always good to keep envisioning, you know, and, and changing and, and remolding. And especially in, when you're in that same space, you know, and, and being able to, to see something, you know, a, a different sort of future for, for where you're currently in, you know, it, it keeps us from feeling stagnant, number one, and number two, you know, 
it's beautiful for the evolutionary process of whatever mm-hmm. we're in our business, nonprofit, you know, whatever space you're in corporate world, whatever it may be, yes. you know? Um, and actually I, th- I need to connect you with Katie and Carol. Um, they are, they will be next week's episode, uh, that will air and they own a company called Nina Nieves, which is Ooh. a fashion company. But they, when we were talking about what they see in their 10 steps ahead and thinking, you know, in the future, they mentioned doing something with mentorship for young girls. And I said, wow. I, even on their episode, I said, I have to connect you with Bria because <laughs> she's in that space and there might be yes. like a beautiful collab there, um, with, with, you know, the three of you. So mm-hmm. I will definitely connect you, you three, um, soon here, but yeah, that I, I just love that, you know, that, you know, what, especially with the mentorship, I think it's so valuable and being, you know, strong and confident women who have gone through experiences and can share our experiences. I think more and more girls need to see that you know, and see like, Hey, this is possible. And no, we didn't have it all figured out. And yes, we went through adversity and yes, you know, all these things that sometimes I know me personally, when I was a young girl and I saw someone successful, I'm like, gosh, how did they do it? How did they get there? So to see and hear those experiences, I think is so valuable. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Now, Bria, if someone wanted to connect with you, what is the best way to go about that? Yes, absolutely. So for the nonprofit, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Um, So you can search us, equip her. Um, And then as far as Instagram, our handle is equip underscore her. Um, and of course, we're out there on the World Wide Web. Yes. <laughs> so that's uh, equip-her.com. Um, so you can connect with us there. And then as far as coaching, um, I am on Instagram at equip underscore her coaching. Nice. So I always like to close our digital coffee dates with advice or words of wisdom. Now, being that you are in the nonprofit space, what are some key things you would say to a woman who might be either fearful of starting her nonprofit journey or even just thinking about it? Oh, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I, there's my heart with nonprofits and and people who genuinely want to start nonprofits is because they see needs and they want to help meet a need. And as much as I love business and, and the for-profit scene, um, mm-hmm. nonprofit owners are need meters <laughs> and yes, um, this world yes. needs more of the, more and more of those. There is space for your nonprofit. I think one of the things that becomes intimidating as well is because usually there is someone who's doing something similar. And so you begin to kind of count yourself out like, oh, okay, I think they're doing it. Or you might even say, oh, well, maybe I um, should join and be a part of that, which if that's where you're being led to, by all means, go for it. But I don't want um, any person who's listening to think that what they what idea they have um, should be discredited or put on the back burner go for mm-hmm. it because if you've seen a need then you need to go meet it that idea came to you for a reason and so you're responsible to to yes. see it out be responsible and see it out meet the people connect network where you need to but i say go for it um right another thing i also would say because especially in the beginning stages, even when you've gotten to the place where you've started to count yourself out, you've probably dreamed a lot. You've probably Mm -hmm. had a lot of ideas. Um, My advice would be write it all down, have a place where you can go back to. And even if it doesn't start out looking like what you see on paper, um, that that's vision. So you can then get there or it might start to kind of take a little bit of a different shape or a different form. I still have the notes that I wrote on the airplane headed to Australia 
I still have the notes of when oh I was my first downloaded with the ideas for Equip Her. I still have them and I go back and look at them. And wow. um, it's, that's a very important part to this journey as well. So that would definitely be my encouragement slash advice. Do it and then write it down and, and always keep it available and handy to go back to. Wow, Bria, you know, Again, you're touching on some key, key reoccurring themes here, you know, the go for it mentality that's like, you know, and and I've, I've even talked about this personally with my own journey and things where I've said, I'd rather be terrified to do something and do it anyway, than to not do it and wonder what that could have looked like or been like, you know, and, and I'm a huge advocate for that of the no regret of the, you know, the, the not wondering, oh, where this could have taken me. And you also touched on another thing that I've talked about with uh, Rachel and uh, she was also on this season as well, episode three, you know, toward the end of our conversation, we were talking about when your idea, you know, you might think it's similar to something else. And she said something that is so key, which was no one is you, mm. no one is your experience. So she said, because we are all different and we come from different backgrounds and we come from different experiences your idea in and of itself will be different. Your execution mm-hmm. of that idea will be different. So, and, and I thought that was such a, a huge concept. And when you touched on it again, just a minute ago, it, it, it resonated with me once again, because sometimes the fear of starting is, oh, well, someone else is already doing something like yep. that. And so <laughs> yes. we think there's no space for us. We think there's mm. no room for us at that table. And the truth is there is because you are essentially different. And she said, yep. you know, because we're on the digital coffee date, she said, you know, think about it like if two people had coffee, right? And and mm-hmm. the way that they roast it, the way that they market it is it's by nature going to be different, you know? So So I loved that you mentioned that same thing again, which was, listen, you, you may think it's already being done, but no one's going to do it like you do, boo. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. That's right. So, well, That's Bria, it. it was so wonderful speaking with you in the digital coffee date world, since you and I also enjoy the real coffee date world as well. <laughs> so, right. thank you for coming on the show today, Bria, and sharing your valuable experience. I'm so excited to see the impact I know you will continue to make. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to The Digital Coffee Date, where inspiration ignites meaningful action. Be sure to visit thedigitalcoffeedate.com to sign up for your free membership where you can go beyond our digital coffee dates and discuss episode topics on our growing digital community.